When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. The NFL's opening week was action-packed, and it's just getting started. So get ready for week two of touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. Want more action? Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. That is everyone. It's simple. This Sunday, bet on any NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code DNVR, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. You are all business, Will. All business all the time. Your business up front and business in the back. Yep. See? Uh, welcome to the That's Good Broncos podcast. I'm Brandon Perna here with Will Keys. Uh, we've got a lot to digest in terms of we've had some time to let the Broncos loss settle. The sting isn't as sharp. We're going to pick every game as we do every week. And let me just preface the game picks with uh, we fucking sucked last week, Will and I, on our (laughs) picks. So congratulations to everyone kicking our ass in the picks. It's a pick'em league through ESPN. Uh, All $3 and above Patreon members have access to that and, uh, and YouTube members. So that's how you join if you want to get in now it's probably the the last time to do it um you know one week you can make up for some points uh today's episode brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook use code DNVR when you sign up over at DraftKings or I will find you and ask you why you used a different code I'm not going to threaten you physically I'm just going to ask you that question over and over again and it will be really annoying last thing I want to say Make sure you subscribe to Will Sucks at Games YouTube oh, channel on yes. the rise. Thank you. Um, I'm working on a video that I feel really good about right now. I'll have to get that approved by a special third party. Ooh. Yeah. 
a sponsor maybe just maybe just maybe um no free ads so i'm not gonna say who it is right now um but it's not DraftKings. yeah especially if you uh fuck up the ad and they don't approve your video yeah <laughs> possible never uh, i've never made an ad before no it's it's easy is there's it? an art to it my show is so like the setups for it so like easy and natural um but that might be a little tricky for you i'd just try to find like write a segue into the ad would be oh my, that's easy. yeah yeah just do that and you'll be fine cool and then i don't have to so pay check you that out yeah that's how that works hell yeah okay there is some broncos news uh Justin Simmons suffered an injury in the game, which we didn't know about because he played through it. It's a quad injury, and it sounds like he's going to miss some time, which obviously sucks. Uh, it's one of you know your top players on the back end there, so they're gonna is Caden Stearns going to have to play more? Is that what it is? Yeah, it sounds like Caden Stearns is going to be the guy that steps in. Um, this is obviously really weird because Justin Simmons is just like one of those guys you never even think about missing time. Yeah. yeah. So it feels um, feels kind of dirty almost to go out there without him. Feels unholy, unnatural. Yeah. And but you feel good about the depth there with Stearns and then KJ and then PJ Locke because um, he'll get some some reps now. So yeah. yeah, I feel I feel actually pretty good. Maybe. Um, I guess Delarian Turner yell. Oh, that's right. He was activated for the first time against the Texans on Sunday. Yeah, and he he had a nice preseason. I thought um, yeah. he made some plays. So won't overreact to not having a safety in there. But it's our first piece of like regular season injury news. Uh, and I'm glad I didn't say anything because I'll say that after the game, I was like, the nice thing is, it sounds like everybody walked away healthy. Uh, I would have cursed myself there right we got simmons and quinn miners unfortunately who only oh, plays 18 snaps yeah it sounds like he's gonna miss about four weeks oh damn but you know you also have depth of guard too that's another piece god i'm so busy i can even i didn't even realize he was hurt yeah so we we uh hamstring strain okay we lost and we yeah. Got out of there um, scathed. Yeah. Well, I, I'll, I'll say this about Quinn Miners. I think he's tough as nails. And I think four weeks is probably a little bit of the, the Hackett regime being cautious with injuries. Because we saw one Evan Mathis, I believe, play basically an entire season with a very strained hamstring. And... We learned like after that season that basically his entire leg was like black and blue from bruising like all season long. So I think that's one of the things that miners maybe can get back from early unless they actually put him on like the, the pup list. Did they? Uh, no, I don't think they did anything yet. Okay. I guess it would probably be IR. Oh yeah. The IR, IR. short term IR. Sorry. Yeah. There's so many lists. A lot you know, of lists, a lot of, uh, don't want to be on them. This and that, squads, whatever. Yep, whatever. So what were your thoughts on Hackett addressing uh, his kerfuffle, his gas? Yeah, so his, his kerfuffle. His, um, his 
error. It was an error for sure. I think that's safe to say. But I thought on one hand, kind of the a lot of people saw just like the one sentence, like tweets from you know right. every reporter in Denver, and it was um, in hindsight we should have gone for it. Yeah. Um, but if you w- actually watch what he said, it is less backtracking. It's more like a, oh, we should have gone for it because we missed the field goal. Yeah. Where I no, thought, he, you know, you he should... explained why they went for it is was my takeaway. Yes. Like yes. in that, like it seemed like he made it feel like that was the plan was to go for that kick. Once they got to the 46, they knew they were going to go for it. And it kind of just happened that it was fourth down. So they had to go for it then instead of trying to get for, you know, some more yards. But yeah. And I like with all that context, I understand the thought process. Yeah. I just disagree with the idea that 64 is your limit. As opposed yeah, I, to fourth and five. I so think you, what, yeah. he, what he might have learned is 64 yards is not Brandon McManus's range. No. No, it's like, is it possible? Sure, yeah. It's, you know, there's a one in – well, I mean, it's hard to say because it was actually a pretty good kick. Yeah. Um, no, but it wasn't I like – I certainly still wouldn't bank on it. No. The, the probability is 64 yards is really hard. Go for the one that looks easier, which is getting five yards on fourth down, and you were able to get you know chunk yards pretty consistently. Yeah, and I think furthermore, it's like all right, a sixty-four yard field goal or a hail mary. Like that's where you should think about the forty-six yard line being the absolute limit. At that point, yeah, I'd probably kick a sixty-four yarder. Although Russell Wilson does throw a nice hail mary. And, you know, sometimes he doesn't even need to complete it to win. Um, But, man, I still like I I give the thought process. He spelled it out. Um, That all makes sense to me. I just disagree. And that part, I'm not going to lie. Like, it's a little concerning um, the way they handled that situation. Um I think knowing the thought process might even be worse. (laughs) I think if he had just said like, I'm sorry, like I spaced out and I fucked up. Like I was obviously wrong. Hmm. That might be better. I feel feel the opposite. I feel like he believed in McManus's gauge of where he could kick from and they had gotten there and decided Hey, let's just let this clock run down some and let the the kicker go kick the field goal from where he told me he could do it. Yeah, that's um, where you have to be the coach and say Yeah, I'm no, I'm, I I agree. Player. I'm saying like he should have learned he just if moving forward he should know yeah. 64 is not McManus's range. Right. And like you pointed out in our uh breakdown of it, McManus made a 61-yarder against the Chargers uh different conditions. It's was you know would have been good for maybe what 62 at best um so i would say 60 like in that situation if you if it was 60 yards 
maybe 61 again, you go for it. But outside of that, like now as a head coach, you know, now he, he, McManus tells me the 46, we need to get to the 43. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, it's like, obviously a player is going to have a lot more confidence in himself. Yeah. Like, you know, a good player and he's a good kicker. But yeah, that's where you need to veto that kind of um sure and it's but it's not like a kicker he's worked with for years you know what i mean like yeah he's learning a lot about a different players and obviously it was just preseason they had together uh and as you're a new coach on a new team working with a very high profile qb as you kind of like make an offense together you're probably not going back watching all of uh, McManus's performances. <laughs> like, you know, maybe that special teams coordinator is like, hey, uh, I think he's actually better from this range. This is kind of our max. Uh, you know, a lot of things there. But we'll see what happens moving forward. I think, like I said on GPS this morning, I think Hackett's the type of coach who's not going to fuck up the same thing over and over again. In those types of situations. And yeah. I thought there was a lot of pretty good play calling by him uh, up until that point. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I like that they went for it on fourth down a couple of times. Um, bad result at the goal line. I, I think yeah. people are. And did you did you hear the thing about um, Graham Glasgow not hearing uh, Russ audible to a run on the second? attempt there oh and glasgow didn't hear that they changed from a pass to a run so he was setting up for pass pro and that's why the play got blown up and javante ran like right into uh glasgow on that second attempt and attempt and then fumbled the ball so actually i didn't hear that but that makes that to sense. me was like oh that's you know he didn't hear the the fucking audible in Seattle's a place where that makes sense <laughs> that that would happen. Yeah. Um, and to me, that's probably something that doesn't happen later down the road when the line knows the QB a little bit better. And maybe like, uh, you know, was Glasgow in for minors in that situation who would maybe get more work from. So there's a lot of, a lot of things that you can look at and feel optimistic about moving forward. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like it'd be obviously, be better to take those bumps and still climb out of there with a victory which yeah god yes um but god yes yeah i mean this isn't like totally um a one-for-one one comparison but 2012 they started two and three oh, with yeah. peyton manning and they look like dog shit against atlanta um that was that game was like super concerning yeah and but even that game like Manning made a comeback. Yeah. Uh, it just didn't like second half. He was Peyton Manning and you're just like, Oh, short. we didn't win, but we feel positive. I, I was like, I feel like he's going to be able to play quarterback after that game. Yeah. Yeah. And so you like, you know, you, you just have to ride out a rough stretch and then, you know, fortunately it's not like we're going to Kansas city next week. Um, no, thank Houston God. and Houston. I actually watched that Houston uh, indie game this morning and <laughs> like Davis Mills looked pretty sharp. I thought Damian Pierce looks pretty good too. And we'll talk about it more in the preview, but um, 
I don't know. It's not going to be an easy win. Their defense is actually pretty solid. No, well, uh, you know what I noticed from that game, Will, is the Colts blew a lot of opportunities as well. Yeah, they yeah. had a they were a fourth fourth and two on um, the goal line. They mm-hmm. run some like weird wildcat play that gets yeah, blown just got up. blown up. Austin Doolin dropped a touchdown pass later in the game. Alec Pierce dropped a touchdown pass. Oh, did Pierce drop one too? Yeah. Like, so it's almost identical in terms of they should have won that game. They miss a field goal in OT. Uh, they cut Rodrigo Blankenship. They cut him after that. How dare they? So, like, I think the Broncos will have a similar challenge in terms of level of competition. Doesn't mean that it's a walk in the park, but I think that the Colts kind of shot themselves in the foot as well in that game. So, indeed, optimist optimism. All right. Well, here are our group results for the pickums. Uh, we're ranked 63 out of a possible 93. We went six and nine. Oh shit. Look at sir. Random guy. 11 and four. That is a uh, big Seahawks fan. So that's way to rub it in our face. Sir. Random guy. He's always in the Patreon zoom hangouts. Uh, we got to schedule one of those soon, probably next week. Yeah. Got Kevin up there. Um, but these are your your top performers. Zach, Thomas, Aiden, Benji, Praspachi, Kurt, Jake, and then who's the bottom? Who are the bottom feeders? Jocelyn, Alvin, Dylan. And then here we are, right in the middle. We, we're right with Sean Parker, Zach Allen, Bomb, Trades, Crocs and Socks. So we got to improve, Will. All right, let's make our picks this week, eh? Let's do it. Week two. We have a better feel on things this week. Obviously, this is our time to get better. Yeah. Starts Thursday Night Football, the first Amazon Prime game ever. Ooh. Thursday night, at least. Um, this is a great, I don't need to tell you, this is a great matchup. Yeah, this is going to be fun. Um, what, uh, what notes you got for me here? Well, Herbert's two and oh, in Arrowhead. I did not know that. Yeah. He, um, well, one game was like week 17, a couple years ago, mostly against backups. Okay. That was a bad chargers team. Um, and then last year was a great game. Both their games were really good. That was week three where the Chargers just like kept going for it, kept getting it, and it looked like Brandon Staley was a genius. They win 30-24 to 24, uh, in a total thriller. I, I'm not counting the Chargers out. They looked really, really good against the Raiders. Um, I think the difference between playing the Chargers – playing the Arizona Cardinals, besides, you know, a lot of things, is Vince Joseph uh, was really dumb. And I think he saw the Chiefs offense without Tyree Kill and said, I don't need to play the Chiefs like everybody else was last year and having success, meaning the two high safeties make Mahomes, you know, dink and dunk, um, and then wait, wait for him to make a mistake. 
he blitzed them a lot, and Mahomes is really good against the blitz. More uh, than anyone has ever blitzed Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, and look what happened. Five touchdown passes. Yeah, my um, favorite part of that is Vance had a plan, and it wasn't working, and he just stuck just to Just stuck it. with it. Yeah, <laughs> you have to love that. So I, I think Brandon Staley is a lot smarter than that. Um, I think, moreover, they don't need to blitz to get pressure. Arizona might have. Um, you have – Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack, and that's why you put. That's why you pay Khalil Mack. So yeah, you can just send four guys. And, that was and exactly like the point the I just made in the power rankings episodes. Like they don't, they shouldn't have to blitz, and that could be the thing that helps the Chargers hang in this one. Totally. So I think it's going to be a lot closer. Uh, well, I think people assume it's going to be close, but I think um, this is going to be a really good game. Yeah, it's going to be a good game. I'm going to take the Chiefs though. Yeah, I mean, only because I don't want us to look like idiots on the picks next week. Yeah, it's a safe pick, and I'm not opposed to going with the safe pick. Let's condom up this pick. Uh, I just saw the Broncos put Simmons on IR. Oh, shit. Really? So, yeah. Take it back. So it's got to be short-term IR, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. Can we at least get Josie Jewell back? And they sign uh, Anthony Harris, safety oh. Anthony Harris to the practice squad, and they're okay. promoting Isang Basie, Isang Bassey from the practice squad. So kind of fine. He'll miss four games, so it's short-term IR. Anyway, that's what they did. Okay, Jets at the Cleveland Brownies, the elves, the dirty little elves. This is the debut of their Toby Jones logo at midfield. Yeah. Uh, this feels like just a distraction. You know? The logo? Like, yeah, I think this is a team that has to do a lot of crazy shit to distract from the fact that Deshaun Watson is is waiting to come back from suspension. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're, so you do they're stuff like, like Twitter, this, and it takes the heat off you. Yeah, their Twitter account tweeted something like, "We don't care what any of you think about us going with Brownie the Elf." It's just like, clearly, you don't care what people think about the the quarterback you saw. Yeah. Why would you actually care about a fucking dumb little logo? And I'm not opposed to the logo at all. Like, I I don't no, I don't fine. care. It's uh, sure. Why not try something new? Like. What do you want to trot out the orange helmet for the 75th year in a row? Cool. Yeah. Give it a shot. Um, as for the game, uh, this is a good running back matchup because uh, the Jets got a lot out of Michael Carter. Um, the Browns got a lot out of Nick Chubb. They're both over six yards per carry. Mm. But the Jets fell behind against the Ravens, and they're in a position where Joe Flacco had to throw the ball 59 times. Oh, I didn't see that from week one. That's a nice stat. Yeah, I mean, the, these are two quarterbacks that you don't necessarily want starting. The Jets got in a place where they're down. They had to throw it almost 60 times. And the Browns, um, they got the lead early. And, and obviously, this is against two different caliber teams, the the Ravens and the Panthers. But they have a formula, run the ball early, get the lead. Jo Jacoby Brissett only had to throw like 24 times or something like that. Yeah. Um, so I think out of these two teams, 
the Jets, uh, they're going to have, you know, they're going to fall behind, I think, in this one and, and probably throw the ball a lot, whereas the Browns are more suited to surviving a backup quarterback. Hmm. And they're at home and they're, they're six point favorites. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Okay. We'll go with the Browns. I don't think it's as clear as 93 7. I no. like the I like the Jets' defensive front. Um, I just hate Joe Flacco as your quarterback. So I would take if I had to pick between Jacoby Brissett and Joe Flacco, I'd take Jacoby. <laughs> I agree. I agree with that. All right, Commanders versus Detroit Lions. The oh so close Lions. Yep. The the Lions will and can. Almost win the fuck. We lost Lions. Um, so this this is uh, I just want to say this really quickly. The Lions are favorites in this game. Ooh, they haven't been like favorites that. in something like twenty six games, twenty five games, something like that. So it's been a really long time. Um, I don't know if they should be favorites, but. Hmm. I think I would favor them. I mean, I want to pick them here. And it's because they put up 181 rushing yards week one against the Eagles. And the Eagles are like a weird team in terms of, I think they're just a tough football team to beat because they rushed for over 200 yards. Uh, They had four different people score rushing touchdowns. Philadelphia did. And it, I felt like it took like Jared Goff. He's always like, gonna be jared goff where pretty good gonna make one or two mistakes but he threw a pick six in this game that was really the difference if he has take away that one throw we're talking about the lions getting the win that week i think carson Wentz's performance was a bit of a fluke he started off hot he threw a couple picks he gave uh the jags a chance to win that game and then they had to dig themselves out of a hole, and they ultimately won. I like some of the pieces for Washington. I thought their defense played pretty good, but I want to go Lions. Give me a reason not to, if you want. Oh, I'm not going to use my veto on Carson Wentz. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Let's go with the Lions. That's like uh, if you had a hall pass in your marriage and uh, using it so you could just – yeah, like on, you know, Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, I was going to say Roseanne. So we oh, were both yeah. thinking of a rose. <laughs> Kiss from a rose. All right. Lions? Lions. Let's do it. Someone say lines? Hold on. Where are you going with that? Ah, I see. Betting lines. <laughs> Betting lines, yeah. That's... How you write a segue on improvisation. Uh, Will, we got DraftKings Sportsbook sponsoring this show again. God dang it. I'm trying to, I've got too many tabs open. Where is my DraftKings? Oh, there it is. It's exactly what DraftKings pays me for. It is week two of football. All right, DraftKings is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And for week two, you're giving, you're getting just 
the primoest of offers, new customers. You can bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly, all right? It's code DNVR when you sign up over at DraftKings. But here's the better part. If you want more action, everyone, not just new customers, but everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. It's simple. This Sunday, bet on any NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team eventually loses. So think about a team that's really good at blowing leads, and maybe that's the bet you want to do there. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum and age eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes below for details. All right, Willie. Big Willie style back in the picks like we never left him. (laughs) We really picked up where we left off last year. Yeah. Okay. Eighty okay. percent are favoring the Bucks over the Saints. Um, that's kind of dumb. I, I think that's kind of dumb, honestly, <laughs> because the Saints, more than anybody else, have the Buccaneers' number. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the last time these teams played, uh, let me check. It was yeah, the Saints won nine to nothing. <laughs> I think was it Trevor Simeon. Who started that yeah. game? I think Simeon started. I don't know if he finished, though. Yeah. Maybe well, he did. Who knows? He got hurt at some point. They, I definitely feel like they had to use Taysom Hill a little bit in that game, but who who knows? Yeah, well, they, they used Taysom Hill pretty well um, last week. He's the only part of their offense that was really working in the first half. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then, and then Jameis got it going. Um, he had a good connection. With Jarvis Landry. Jarvis yeah. Landry had 114 yards. Landry um, suddenly we went from <clears throat> like their their receiver core sucks. We have no idea about Olave to Olave looked pretty good. Landry looks awesome. Michael Thomas scores two touchdowns in his return. Suddenly it goes from a weakness to maybe this is going to be a strength. Whereas the Bucks, uh Julio did like you know, Julio made a great catch uh deep down the field. So did Mike Evans on that touchdown. Um, but Chris Godwin's still still questionable. I, Brady just like looked kind of kind of pedestrian. Yeah, like I thought that too. And I, 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 I said it on GPS. I don't know if Tom really agreed with me or not, but I thought he looked very average. I don't know if he'll look that way again this week. Um, and his his one pass where, where the where Julio made that really good catch. Apparently that was Tom Brady's longest pass, like air yards as a Buccaneer. Um, And he tried to do it again and he kind of missed. He was a little short uh, to Julio. I think the Buccaneers defense would be the reason they win this game. They were really good. And Atlanta put up 200 rushing yards on the saints that would be my concern. Um, you th- you're going to assume, though, that the Saints' defense kind of bounces back, maybe has a little bit more dominant performance against the Bucks. I don't know why you'd think that, except like they've been really good in the past. <laughs> like if they struggled with the Falcons, like what's going to yeah. happen if the Bucks Bucks get rolling? And I think it's going to be. I think 
the Saints line is not very good right now without uh, Armstead and Pinning, who's hurt. So I want to believe that the Saints are going to win this. I think it'll be close, but I'm leaning towards Tampa. Okay. Yeah, I'm down to go with Tampa. And it's it's solely the defense. Solely the defense. Yeah. Shaq Barrett was the one who hurt Dak. So, like, just thought I'd point that out. At least the Cowboys aren't on uh, Sunday night football or Monday night football. We had four primetime games this week, and they're kind enough not to put the Cowboys on any of them. Apparently, they're America's game, though, for the afternoon slot. Yeah, yeah, but like Titans Giants was America's game of the week last week. It, it really doesn't mean anything. Oh, yeah. Ooh, look at this. Speaking of the Giants, the Giants, the the Panthers are more people are taking the Panthers here, fifty five percent over the Giants. Ooh, I don't agree. I want the Giants. They looked uh, very frisky last week. They had a lot of juice. Dable yeah. seems like the man. Yeah, uh, Saquon got going 18 for 164 and a touchdown plus that big two-point conversion uh, the Giants played the Panthers last year beat him 25 to 3 uh, and look I mean both these teams uh, their games went down to a last second field goal Browns made theirs Randy Bullock missed his yeah um, I I still like the Giants yeah, the Giants, 238 rushing yards, most in the league week one. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's go with the Giants. I want to see what Dable does week two. I was not impressed really at with anything the Panthers did. So, ooh, no. Steelers, Patriots. Look at this. When's the last time 25% of the people, well, probably the playoffs when the Patriots had to face the Bills, but this is a lopsided pick. Between two teams that I'm not sold, either one's very good right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, the thing that is like shocking for me to see is obviously it's weird to see these two teams and not think Big Ben and, and Tom Brady. Yeah. But when was the last time a Patriots Steelers game wasn't an afternoon or a night game? This is a yeah. 10 a.m. game or 11 a.m. for you guys. Um, that's. This is just like just another red zone game. Yeah, that post QB life is yeah. rough for it doesn't matter who the organization is. Oh yeah. And and so TJ Watts out. Uh Najee Harris questionable. Not that he was any good when he was in. Um Mitch Trubisky, like he salvaged things with that last drive, and he was really good on that last drive. Still only five yards a pass. Oof. He was um I, you know, it's you can't pull him because he got the win, but it's like um, he just wasn't like great. He wasn't bad either. They play action him much in that game. I'd have to take a closer look. Yeah, I can't like it's there's so much football happened. <laughs> and all I remember from this game is, you know, all the turnovers and the Bengals having the ball, essentially. Yeah, it's like I think. You got to play to Mitch's strengths, and I don't know if they did that or not. So forgive me if they don't. But oh man, the Patriots look pretty bad uh, this week too. Um, 
Mac Jones, I guess he got hurt with some back thing, but he should be all right. They couldn't run the ball against Miami. Miami's defense looked pretty good against the Pats. Ugh, who do I want in this game? It's like the I feel like the Steelers because they're at home, but I, I think the Patriots bounce back. Let's yeah, let's go that route. I feel good uh, about that. Yeah, I mean they like again, we don't want to take too much out of a week one game. They they did look bad, but they always look bad in Miami. Yeah. Miami's just got them figured out for some reason. Yeah. Um we might look stupid with this one, but that's okay. The, the TJ right. Watt thing is really huge, though. Yeah, it's your, it's you know, arguably the best defensive player in the league. They do like Alex Highsmith is good at getting to the QB, but and um, yeah, you'll probably Cam, see a lot more Malik Reed now. Yeah, Cam Hayward, you like him? Oh yeah, Malik Reed. So, uh, but uh, yeah, we'll go with the Patriots. <sighs> Colts, Jags, eighty nine percent on the Colts here. Uh, Jags were not great, but they looked better than last year. <laughs> yeah, oh, for sure. I mean, so the big – the Jags got flamed for two things this offseason. Christian Kirk giving him all that money. Yeah. Um, say what you will. He had over 100 yards in his debut yep. as a Jaguar. Uh, Trayvon Walker, the first overall pick, he kind of got killed for that. He had a sack and a pick in his debut. Yep. I, you know, we've got a long season ahead, but uh, good early returns for those guys. Good um, start. And then you have a coach that's willing to give it to, to James Robinson. Um, yeah. And obviously a coach on the other side that's willing to give it to Jonathan Taylor like 30 times. Yeah. It took a while ball. too, but then he finally got going. Um, I wasn't sure if James, how healthy James Robinson was yet, but, uh, Stick with him. Yeah, <laughs> and um, Travis Etienne, he was wide open for a touchdown early in that game against Washington, and that was brutal. Seeing guys that played in college together not be able to uh, to hook up for a touchdown there, mm. that was a that was a tough look. Did he, um, they drop? Was that the one he dropped, or was it not? Was he overthrown? I think there's one where he's overthrown. Mm. That said, I'm going to pick the Colts. Yeah, I'll take the Colts as well. Yeah. All their missed opportunities. Uh, Jag, the Jags beat the hell out of them last time. Uh, week yeah. 18, but, you know, Carson Wentz. It's Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan. Just like Russ Wilson and Peyton Manning, give Matt Ryan a little time to adjust to this new setting. I'm not saying he'll be as good as either, but, you know. Okay, Dolphins-Ravens. Ooh, this isn't... This game should this should be a little closer in my opinion because Dolphins just put a hell of a defensive performance together against you know a Belichick team. Uh, Ravens didn't play their best football, but they worked the Jets, so yeah. that's what's kind of scary there. Uh, not great rushing, but I thought Lamar was effective passing, and I thought. Um, Duvernay and Bateman both catching touchdowns, two for uh Devin Duvernay kind of helped spell one of the other notions that like M Lamar Jackson can only throw to his tight end. <laughs> so, yeah. um, I'll probably lean towards the Ravens in this game. 
Yeah, I mean, anybody that still thinks at this point that Lamar Jackson's not a good passer is really so just a fucking, fucking idiot. Moron. I'm just gonna um, say fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, just just a, a dunce, really. Um, playoffs, like, yeah, we can talk about it, sure, but he's awesome. He's really good, and he did all that while you know the Ravens came out and they had the third worst rushing performance of any team uh, last week. Which is surprising, obviously, for a team that that's their identity, that's their strength. The Dolphins, we you know you you hire Mike McDaniel, he's supposed to be this rushing guru. They had the fifth worst rushing offense from week yeah. one, um, so you expect both of those to get better. The fact that the Ravens were as good as they were without <laughs> being able to run the ball is kind of scary, to be honest. Yeah. So um, I will take the Ravens. Yeah, we'll take the Ravens. Let me see here. Yeah. The Dolphins, Chase Edmonds, Raheem Mostert, Jalen Waddell, Cedric Wilson, Tyreek Hill, Alec Ingold, and Tua all had rushing attempts in that game. So <laughs> definitely felt like a, a 49ers sort of uh, game game plan there, just without any of the runs breaking. Falcons, Rams. Oh, man, people looking for the Rams to bounce back big. Yeah, I think I'm one of those people. Fair enough. I, I don't know. Like, how much do you have to say? Uh, I, the Falcons actually surprised. I mean, Drake London looked really good. Um, Cordero Patterson and Marcus Mariota combined for 192 on the ground, whereas the Rams couldn't run the ball at all. Yeah, they um, never gave it to Cam Akers. They never. Yeah, except for like throwing the throwing the ball like three yards behind the line of scrimmage to him. Probably more than that, and. The big thing is they're not playing the Bills this week. Correct. And the Bills are really good. As we learned. I look for the Rams to bounce back. Let's see here. Seahawks, Niners. Oh, look at that. 78 picking the Niners. I concur. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, we got second half. Of- second half. 44 total yards of offense for the Seahawks. 31 passing from Geno. It got lost, but the Broncos defense played a very, very good second half. The offense just couldn't convert. So, yeah, I mean, good, like obviously good for Seattle. This is that was a huge game for them. Um, And they came out and they looked electric. They uh, the crowd was incredible. Uh, held on at the end, I, but you, your quarterback still Geno Smith. Yeah, and and I don't, I'm not sold on like Trey Lance, but uh, no, but like I mean, I just think it's dumb to come to any conclusion really about yeah um, the game that was like you couldn't see the lines on the field. It was a swamp. They <laughs> yeah, played it was a swamp. A swamp. Uh, it might rain in Santa Clara too, though. Ooh, uh, but it's not going to be as bad as last time. I think. I think the 49ers get it done. Um, we had a lot of nasty Seahawks fans in our in our mentions and our comments. Um, so all I have to say is, fuck you guys. <laughs> it's all, this is the Broncos revenge game. Uh, Broncos fans <laughs> watching from a distance. Go yeah. Niners. Uh, Bengals Cowboys. Pretty easy. 91% taking the Bengals. Uh, Cowboys will be starting Cooper Rush. 
I, I think Micah Parsons probably has about five sacks in this game, but uh, the Bengals still win. Yeah, give me the Bengals. Broncos, Texans. Oh, I don't like how confident people are in the Broncos here. 96%. Damn. 96%. 96 there's a you can't tell me that there's not like more than four percent of overly optimistic texans fans out there <laughs> I, I don't know like the, the texans do some things well like i think lovey smith is going to put together a pretty good defense davis mills is it always sounds like an insult but he's going to be like a an upper echelon game manager yeah so i think is a good thing they signed OJ Howard like a few days before the game. He caught two touchdowns. Did he have two touchdowns? He had two touchdowns. Damn. Yeah. Um, I hated I hated so much punting the ball there on fourth down with 30 seconds in overtime. Uh Nathaniel Hackett really bailed out Lovey Smith. <laughs> he did. As far as the, you know. They call him an idiot, but he was just a—he was just a coward there. Like you're the Texans, like play for the win. Like that's just kind of that was dumb to me. Um, That would be a good segment for Monday: is the cowardly calls of the week, (laughs) or even for the the Tuesday recap. Yeah, I I think so. Um, The cowards. Lovey Smith might show up on that list quite a bit. Who? Lovey Smith. Oh, we'll see. Yeah, but I, I like. I like our boys here. Home game. Home opener. Russ is going to have the crowd cheering for him instead of booing him. Uh, I think just even if the Broncos still make some mistakes, they're not going to be as egregious, I believe, this week. And a couple of those touchdowns are going to actually happen. Um, They move the ball well. It's going to pay off. Cardinals Raiders. Cardinals look like one of the worst teams in the NFL opening week. Their offense was lackluster. Their defense was horrible. But you expect the Cardinals offense to like be able to hang with a good team because you have Kyler and um like I know DeAndre Hopkins is out and I would have expected the Chiefs to win that game, but I'm very I'm lower than I thought I would be on the Cardinals. And I want to take the Raiders here. Yeah, I mean, um, I'll take the Raiders. The The Cardinals really just not good at wide receiver. Like Their leading receiver was some guy named Greg Dortch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> who I had certainly never heard of. No, because um, I, I tried to live stream that game, and I was like, who is this Dortch guy? And then it kept going to him, and it just became like, I love Greg Dortch. The Dortch man. The Dortchinator. Um, yeah, so uh, hey, maybe he's good. Um, I will say this is a special game for for us. We've got the two worst coaches in, of our lifetime facing off against each other. Vance Joseph's defense against Josh McDaniel's offense. Wow, um, that's great. Uh, I will say about the Raiders, like, what did we think about their concerns going into the season? Was their offensive line sucked? Yeah, and their their backfield defensive backfield sucked, and those outside of Nate Hobbs, be, yeah, those both turned out to be really true. Yeah, it's like yeah, Devonte Adams is going to be awesome. No shit, um, <laughs> you still got sacked five times. 
led to Derek Carr throwing three interceptions. Um, cool. Like, that's great that you traded for Devontae Adams. Um, wide receiver was not the problem last year. No. Um, so what can you say? The Raiders have massive deficiencies, and it showed up against a good team in the Chargers. Um, but, yeah, home opener for the Raiders. I think they'll find a way to get it done. Close game, though. Ooh, Chandler Jones revenge game. It's true. See, and that was the thing. Uh, Max Crosby, Chandler Jones, zero sacks to uh, against the Chargers. So, yeah, that Chargers offensive line is really good. Yeah, I think they'll they'll get to to Kyler uh, specifically Max Crosby, Chandler Jones. Like the Broncos were in on him, but yeah, like more than half of his sacks from last season came in one game, right? So like I don't know where he is as a consistent, you know, pass rusher. Yeah, they opted for pressures over sacks. Yeah, um, with Gregory. So we'll see how that plays out in the long run. All right. And then we got Bears, Packers. This the Sunday night game? Sunday night. Dang. Interesting. Bounce back game for the Packers. 84% taken Green Bay. Obviously, hard to get a read on the Bears, just as it was for the 49ers because of the field. Uh, I think the Bears might have a decent defense, though. Yeah, I still don't want to take a, take away too much from that game. Um, although I think this is a great opportunity for Justin Fields to um, build off of yeah. a, a win against a good team, or at least against a good defense. Um, this is a I don't I'm torn between whether this is a time to take advantage of the Packers or you're running into the Packers at the worst time because they're coming yeah. off that Week One loss and they're. Like they're not desperate, but like they know that they need to write the ship fast. But the the chemistry thing with the wide receivers is like that's huge. That's really big. That is huge. I think the Bears, like the Raiders, their glaring hole is was also offensive line. In addition to you know you have quarterback questions, but uh, Alex Leatherwood, who they signed over from the Raiders, apparently has mono. So ah. Uh, not that they were really – I don't even know if he played last week, but he has mono. It's just an interesting thing now that another NFL player has mono. Uh, Tevin Jenkins hasn't been working out for them. And I think yeah. they might be competitive with Green Bay for the first half of this game, but I feel like things are going to start to click for the Packers. Maybe they get Alan Lazard back. I don't know what his injury status is yet, but I don't really care. They're going to – Packers are going to win. Yeah, I'll go with the Packers. When was right. the last time the Bears beat the the Packers at Lambeau? Like, Oof, I don't know. I don't know when the last time it happened. It just doesn't happen very often. Ditka, the Ditka days. Probably Ditka. Probably some weird Cutler game. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. All right. Bills, Titans, Vikings, Eagles. Monday night double double. Bills is easy for me. <laughs> I think the Titans will be a worthy opponent, but uh, they couldn't close the deal this last week. Ryan Tannehill played pretty good. Derrick Henry was was good, but he wasn't like 
Derrick Henry is controlling this entire game. Yeah, it didn't look quite like Derrick Henry yet, which I don't know. Um, usually takes a week anyway, so maybe. Usually takes a week. I think that uh, it just feels like kind of a regression here for the Titans after making the playoffs three years in a row. Um, they did play last season on Monday Night Football, and the Titans won 34-31. to um, Josh Allen got pressured three times against the Rams team with Aaron Donald. Yeah. Uh, that's a big deal. Like for a Titans team that, you know, they have Bud Dupree, but um, Jeffrey Simmons, Bud Dupree. Yeah. I mean, they don't have Landry. Harold Landry this year. Jeffrey Simmons is going to have to have to, you know, make a big impact on yeah. the, on the inside. And I think the, the bills, it's not like they just out blocked the the Rams their game plan was to get rid of the ball quickly to kind yeah. of avoid the pass rush and I thought Josh Allen did a good, good job sticking to that and like for the first time we saw him play like really sort of reserved smart football until like the fourth quarter when they just started to pick him apart deep but uh I think they kind of have a recipe to beat the Titans based on what they did and they have extra rest you know 10 days of rest I believe the Bills are point. the best team in the foot in the NFL, and I don't think they're going to disappoint. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the Bills. Uh, this is – I really don't like this at all. This is um, a weird schedule that we've got from mm-hmm. ESPN where it's the Bills stupid. start early, and then an hour later the Vikings and the Eagles kick off. Yeah. I don't get well, – I don't – I just don't get this, like – what the fuck? Like, um, <clears throat> why wouldn't you start one game like two hours early and then start the other one later? I guess it's because they're both East Coast games, or maybe they didn't yeah. have a choice. Um, but like, people would still watch. They'd find a way to watch if you started this game at like three in the afternoon or two yeah. in the afternoon. Like, people are still showing up to Buffalo on a Monday. Um, I guess you know this would be a good time to break out double TVs if you if you're uh, able to do that. But otherwise, like I hate it, stupid, um, dumb. Week two, I don't know why yeah. they're going to do this a lot more uh, in the future. Oh, cool! So hopefully this backfires for them ratings wise. Yeah. But um, I like the. Uh, let me look at my notes. Eh, my notes don't really tell me anything. AJ Brown was awesome last week. <laughs> Justin Jefferson was awesome last week. Eagles ran the ball really well. <laughs> I think these are two good teams. Yeah, I did too. It's kind of like a, this is a coin flip for me. I'm really high on the Eagles, so I'm just going to pick them. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, tiebreaker for me. I, I should have thought about this. Kirk Cousins on primetime. Oh, yeah. How did we not factor that in? That's. That is the tiebreaker for me. Negative a thousand points for Kirk yep. Cousins. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's so funny because the number one and number two receivers for yards uh, going head to head in this game. Yeah, like AJ Brown must have had like. Did anybody else catch a pass for the Eagles? Devonte Smith did not. Wow. Dallas Godert had like five, I think. Okay. But um, so he was their offense, at least passing wise. Yeah. 
Good pickup. Yeah, I think the Eagles will just be able to run the ball against the Vikings. So we'll see. All right. Those are our picks for week two. It's our picks. Okay. Well, you guys made it through the episode. Good luck on your picks this week. Uh, Patreon, YouTube memberships. That's where the link to the pick league is. Uh, and we'll types the games. Subscribe or don't. Yeah. But do. Maybe. The NFL's opening week was action-packed, and it's just getting started. So get ready for week two of touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. Want more action? Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. That is everyone. It's simple. This Sunday, bet on any NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code DNVR, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details.